Some chances of rain will be with us into the weekend with temperatures cooling a bit. First, though, today, chance of rain mainly late in the afternoon into this evening. Today's high near 70, tonight's overnight low 45. Only 60 tomorrow and through the weekend, the rain should taper off on Saturday. The Mississippi River is back below flood stage in the Quad Cities, almost there in Muscatine as of this morning. The Illinois Department of Public Health reported another 2,049 cases of COVID-19 yesterday. The state's total is now over 35,000. 98 more people died. The death toll, 1,565, including another in Rock Island County. Iowa reports another 107 cases. The total is 3,748. Seven more people died, so the Iowa death toll is now 90. 37 new cases brings the Quad Cities total to 485. Nine people have died. Regionally, 1,234 cases are reported and 23 people have died in the area from Dubuque County in Iowa down through Warren County in Illinois. With Illinois' stay-at-home order scheduled to expire a week from today, Republican lawmakers in Illinois have some advice for the governor when it comes to reopening businesses. A group of House Republican members say they'd like Governor Pritzker to allow certain businesses to reopen in the coming weeks. They emphasize a safe reopening with protections for customers and workers. Peoria Republican Ryan Spain says he'd like to see clothing stores, hair cutteries, and garden centers among those opening early on. This is going to be a long transition that takes a while. We flipped off uh, the switch to our economy very quickly. Uh, and we won't be able to flip it back on immediately. But we need to begin uh, the work going forward. The group of lawmakers also say more access to health care facilities and state parks should be on the priority list. I'm Bill Wheelhouse. Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds says more than 80,000 people took an online assessment at testiowa.com in its uh, first 24 hours of operation. The program is supposed to eventually allow for up to 3,000 tests per day. From the first batch of people who took the assessment, Reynolds says around 240 were signed up for testing so far. She says priority will go to those who have symptoms of the coronavirus or were in contact with someone who tested positive. This again will help us kind of understand the scope and spread of the virus and help make see if our workforce um, have symptoms. We can get them the test and and get them uh, back online. Reynolds is encouraging first responders and other essential workers to fill out the form. The first drive-through event organized through TestIowa.com will happen Saturday at a parking lot outside the Iowa Event Center in Des Moines. I'm Grant Gerlach, Iowa Public Radio News. Well, just in time for Earth Day and its 50th anniversary yesterday, Augustana College announced plans to put solar panels on four campus buildings. Kai Swanson, co-chair of the college's Climate Change Task Force, says a private company, Keystone Power Holdings, will install the panels, own them, and maintain them, and Augustana will buy the electricity that's generated at a fixed price. We, as the host of these sites, provide a steady uh, customer base for Keystone Energy to buy this at a predetermined rate. And then over time, uh, they're able to uh, take advantage of some tax credits that makes it advantageous from, from their perspective to be a partner like this. Installation will begin this summer on Centennial Hall, the Carver PE Center, Westerland Residence Center, and the PepsiCo Recreation Center. It should be completed by early next year. Once installed, the solar panels are expected to provide about 8% of the college's electric energy needs. 
The COVID-19 pandemic has claimed another theatrical victim. Herb Trix has more. As theaters locally and nationwide are canceling spring and summer shows, the Augustana College-based Mississippi Bend players have decided to cancel their 2020 season. Jackie McCall is in her first year as the producing artistic director, and this was to be the fourth for the professional summer stock company. It plans to start rehearsals for Neil Simon's Broadway Bound on June 7th, with performances June 19th through the 28th at the Bruner Theater Center. When we just looked ahead at what could happen, we thought that it was a safer choice because we have, you know, actors coming from out of town. We had students, interns coming from all over. And especially when we looked at the housing situation for especially the interns, social distancing really wouldn't have been something that we could have um, kept up on because they're, you know, housed together. And that was a major concern. And if we couldn't include students in our season, it's, I mean, that's a huge part of our mission is to uh, give them that educational experience. McCall says the lack of grant funding and safety concerns for cast, crew, and patrons all influenced her decision. The paid staff was to include about a dozen high school and college-age interns with three full productions. The season would have featured a Sarah Rule play written for her mother to perform the lead and the musical spoof Ruthless. The Clinton Area Showboat Theater announced at the end of March that its 2020 summer season would be canceled because of the coronavirus. McCall said that's affecting lots of venues, such as the spring cancellation of Augustana's American Idiot, QC Theater Workshops, Prelude to a Kiss, the Music Guild, Secret Garden, and Spotlight Theater's Oliver. And there's so many um, theaters around the country, because of course I still have a lot of friends who are working in the profession, and it seemed like every day on Facebook I would see another large professional theater canceling their season. And everyone she's contacted about the cancellation has understood her decision. I mean, everyone was just so nice about it. It made it made a really horrible job a little bit easier because everyone was so um, understanding. The Mississippi Bend players hope to reschedule the same shows for 2021 and are planning some smaller-scale entertainment later this year, ideally in August. I'm Herb Trix. And we thank Jonathan Turner for his help in covering the impact of COVID-19 on the arts community in the Quad Cities.